All right, let's do the birthdays. As you guys know, I love birthdays, love celebrating my friends' birthdays. Here are this week's birthdays in our community. All right, starting off with, let's see who we got here. We have Aaron Myers, Holly True, Dara Renee, Debbie Allen, happy birthday. Uh, let's see, yesterday's birthday, Dave Harris had a birthday. Happy birthday, dude. Long time no talk. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Magdalene Cook. Kavno new I'm sorry <laughs> just butchered your name uh who else we got here Lisa Brown Judy Goldman Paul Ernest happy birthday dude coming up this week we have Michael Greco's birthday Cody Clinton Kate Parker happy birthday Caitlin Cooper Mark Weisberg let's see Veronica Price Troy Schroeder happy 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 birthday Dirk Haderman Claire Bira Mauro can tell me who just did very well on the Cosmos Awards. Congratulations, Sherry Hagerman, uh, Vladin Abdulin, Brian McStay, uh, James Martin, Raquel Cohen, Mary Morant, happy birthday, uh, Renee McGehee, Michael Corsentino, happy birthday, dude, Lori Epstein, Karen Wise, and that's about doing it for this week. Happy birthday to you guys if it was your birthday and I missed it. Um, let's move on to the show. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world, just some great conversations with my friends, and what's going on right now. Something New Every Week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. All right, here we are. Something new every week. This week, I'm here with a really, really cool dude. Um, somebody that I've admired for a long time and this, the work that he does and he's just a super duper all around nice guy, well rounded photographer, really just knows his shit. <laughs> uh, Ke uh, Kevin Girage, say hello. How you doing, Jason? Man, happy to be with you. It's been a while. It has been a while, and um, you know, I'm a huge sports fan. And you know, my years at WPPI, there were very few people there that I could really talk sports with. <laughs> Very true. Which was which is funny, and especially when it comes to football, there's just a couple of guys, and you know, the second to last WPPI was during the Super Bowl, and I had to like work super hard just to find a couple people to watch it with, which which really just made me laugh so much. But anyway, for those of you who don't know Kevin, Kevin is a Texas-based photographer, and uh, mainly recently. I, He's only shooting sports as far as I know, but has been in the world of the wedding and portrait world. So for those of you who don't know him, Kevin, just give us a little bit about your history and, and who you are. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. I met you, gosh, ages ago and probably somewhere at WPPI. Uh, started out doing uh, weddings and portraits. And actually, to be honest, portraits are still kind of my first love. Always enjoyed it and still do it to this day. Uh, so anyway, I, I had I was lucky enough to buy season tickets for the Texas Rangers one season 
Mm. And it happened to be the season, I believe they were really bad and the tickets <laughs> were pretty cheap. And so the, the stadium at the time actually allowed you to bring in cameras. And I'm a big sports fan, you know, like, like you, just like you. And so I would just take photos for fun, you know, and, and get some cool shots, I thought, and mm. kind of learn that way um, from my seats. My seats are literally 16 rows up from the dugout. So it's really good seats. Uh, well, it happened to be that I had it for two years, and the second year they actually were really good and actually went to the World Series. Mm. And so I got to take my camera in all those <laughs> those events, all those games, and I actually got the Giants winning the World Series on that field, you know, beating wow. the Rangers, and got some great photos. So, you know, all through that time, I would always flip through the magazines and, and, and books and kind of go, wow, I want to see how these guys get these photos and and how did I get in the magazine? And so I decided on a whim, I would just put together an album. I didn't have any idea what I was doing. I, you know, I only knew it was a wedding album. So I actually put together a wedding album of sports images and decided to mail it into USA Today, mail in a book. And I'll never forget it to this day. Um, the editor literally called me two weeks later and said, first of all, no one's ever mailed us a book before. They've always sent us a link of, of photos. And secondly, I was at that game, and you have some of the cleanest images I've ever seen from that game. And that's because it was from my seats, right? I didn't have anybody in the way. So then they said, we'll try, we'll try you out. And so they tried me out, and the rest is history. Now, the first game I shot was a baseball game, of all things. And then it's kind of led down you know, to plenty of other things. Um, is that right? Huh? Yeah, so pretty crazy how it worked out. And, and it's kind of stuck. And, you know, I've gotten a lot of contracts for other things. I'm... Um, I'm in charge of the national championship for college football. I've done that. This will be my eighth year um, from the inception. I've been their main photographer. So, um, in fact, I've actually invited some of our mutual friends to, to come to a couple of games. I think, you know, George Veronakis and, uh-huh. and Keith, Keith Cephas was there one year for me. Uh-huh. And so, uh, yeah, so we've, we've had a lot of fun that way, and, and that's, that's a big deal. I'm also the lead soccer editor at Panini, a uh, trading card company based here in Dallas. But the trading card market has taken off crazily during this um, whole pandemic and so we've been really busy with that and and an editor and photographer for USA Today so yeah I'm still pretty pretty busy and I haven't really stopped so it's been kind of cool kind of fun and and like you mentioned or I mentioned earlier I, I still do portraits and whatnot on the side and I just signed a big commercial gig for a couple of weeks down there in Denver to, hmm. to go do a commercial shoot so yeah staying busy these days. Wow that's a lot. <laughs> yeah it is. And he sleeps standing up uh, against this rack of sneakers that I see behind him, which oh, yeah. I've never seen before. It's epic. I'm going to post a picture of that. I think that's going to be the shot that I use. I got to make sure I get a good screenshot of you uh, with these with that giant rack of uh, sneakers behind you. Um, and yeah, the trading card market is something that, you know, gosh, Gary V, he never stops talking about oh, yeah. the stupid trading cards. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I don't mean to use the word stupid because it's not stupid. But it's like I've avoided it like the plague because this is one of those things. I collected trading cards as a kid, especially baseball cards. And I know that if I touch one baseball card, this entire office that I'm sitting here talking to you in <laughs> next week will be filled with baseball cards. So you can see my office. <laughs> yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I can. I can only imagine between the sneakers, which I'd never gotten into as well. Yeah. You and uh, that's Johnson a new thing. That's a, that's a pandemic thing, by the way. The oh, really? Yeah, somebody's got me started in it. So my daughter's like, oh. been asking for the Air Jordans, and uh, I, I'm not really sure why, but I guess it's they're really popular right now. They're, they're very popular. Air yeah. Jordan ones, yeah. Right. So that's so interesting that that that's where you got your your start in sports by just taking pictures at a ball game, and you know I do think that in order for you to do that kind of work, and listen, you know, it's not work for us if we we love what we do and. 
you know, from your Facebook posts, I can see that you just absolutely love sports and, um, you know, how much, you know, you really have to do it. And, you know, quick, quick, funny baseball story. So my dad in the late seventies worked at Yankee stadium. He was an electrician and, um, he used to moonlight at night. He used to be the guy who replaced the light bulbs in the Yankee stadium scoreboard. And he used to take us to a ton of games and he was also an amateur photographer and he used to chat with a lot of the sports photographers. But the ironic part was that he hated sports. <laughs> like, oh, wow. really? Had no interest in sports whatsoever, <laughs> but he used to talk to um, the the sports photographers a lot. Sometimes after the games, he used to let us come up to the 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 box and let us and, and let us play with the scoreboard at Yankee Stadium, which I still remember. I mean, I was maybe eight or nine. I still remember that. Anyway, um, oh. so you got your start from 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 that, and now you kind of travel all over the the country and i was really happy to see you were able to still continue to work i have to ask because i've been to a bunch of sporting events i went to a colts game in november and i absolutely and a cardinals game just last week i actually absolutely love pandemic seating oh, crazy. <laughs> has has your job been more difficult or is it like you're gonna wait till it's you you know when the fans come back uh, it's been difficult in the fact that a lot of times um, we're elevated uh, as opposed to being on the field level to cover uh, sports. Okay. Um, in fact, we shot the World Series. Um, that's one of the blessings I had is like the World Series and NF- National League playoffs are here in, in Dallas right. or in Arlington. So we actually got work for the whole month doing it. But it's it was crazy because you're shooting through a net, right, uh, for one thing, and and you're elevated. So the thing about being elevated is as a sports photographer or any photographer, we want to get – faces and expressions and emotions and when you're up above you know you're kind of getting guys looking down you're getting the top of their head so it's a little, little more of a challenge and then dealing with the net dealing with not getting the best angles you can only see one dugout you can't see both dugouts. this is weird things like that for baseball but any sport i mean football is elevated all the nfl guys are up um probably the first row of the seating for, for stand on the stands where the, where the fans mm. usually are NBA, even NBA right now to this day, I've got a, Ma- a Maverick game, Mavericks and Raptors on Friday. Uh, we're elevated in the first section um, above, like the handicap section where it normally would be because um, there's no no sitting on the court like we're usually used to. So it's, it's been definitely a challenge for, for photos and, you know, the background's on is clean and things like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is for the times we're in and I think until things get back to normal. I think football, honestly, if you were to ask me, I think football is closest to being back to the way it was. Okay. Um, I, I think, I think we'll see, we've, we're seeing full stadiums already, um, there. And I, I believe photographers will be back on the field. Um, soccer probably behind that. And then baseball, I think baseball's getting close as well. Um, uh, we're actually down on field level now at the Texas Rangers games, but they're one of the, I think one of two stadiums now that are actually full capacity. Um, there's no more COVID seating. So, um, we're back there, but we're still, uh, kind of, you know, separated by tiers, you know, tier two, tier three on who's got tested and who's got, you know, sometimes some of the tier twos have to be, I believe, tested daily. It used to be, you have to be tested daily. Wow. When I did the national, when I did the national championship uh, in Miami, um, there's only two of my team allowed on the field, including me. And we had to be tested the day before the game, all the bowl games, the major bowl games were tested the day of the game to make sure, you know, you're good to go on the field. So, um, there are precautions being taken. Hopefully they'll have like some sort of va- vaccination plan going forward. You know, maybe that those that are vaccinated, they can show proof and, and maybe you still take a test the day of or whatever, but at least you can have the field access. Cause that was the biggest challenge. I think 
Um, everything yeah. else was pretty much the same. And it was just eerily weird when you had sounds pumped in from the stadium of fans, you know, fake fans <laughs> and noises and, and sounds like that. It's still weird. And, and just to see the stadiums empty, like when I covered baseball last year, there was no fans. Right. And it's just crazily quiet and eerie. You could hear every word every player saying. It's just strange, you know. Um, so, yeah, I hope not to have to do that too much longer. But, yeah, hopefully we'll get back to the way things are. Yeah, and yeah, I I tried watching a few baseball games with no fans in the stadium, and while it was kind of neat to be able to hear some of the players talking to each other, uh, it was it w- it was quite bizarre. And I, but I do have to admit, uh, I did enjoy the last week we went to see the Cardinals play the Mets, and uh, we. Um, um, with the dad that I was with, uh, we we got a little loud in in the stands, and we're giving uh-huh. the Mets pitcher a pretty hard time. <laughs> and I know that he could hear us, <laughs> so I'll, I'll miss that. But yeah, I um I, I I'm glad to hear that things are getting back to normal. I do think that football is going to be. I know we're opening up here in in Missouri, and Texas is. Definitely going to be open this summer. So I don't think we really ever close. <laughs> well, that's true too. <laughs> Seriously, <yeah. laughs> um, but yeah. I am glad to, to to hear that 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 things will be moving forward again. And I had the opportunity many years ago. I ha- I don't think I ever told you this. Who I had a friend who worked for the Associated Press, and I don't know if these pe- people still have this job, but his job was to he wasn't a runner. He was an editor, so he he never really he just stayed in the stadium. Like people would run cards to him, and they would he would edit them and, and put them up on the AP. And I got to go to a game with him. And one of the things that, uh, you know, I got to shoot a, a Notre Dame. Uh, it was actually the last game that Philip Rivers played in for okay. NC State. It was a great game. He absolutely eviscerated Notre Dame, <laughs> but uh, no, it was no surprise there. But I, I was amazed at how. You know, I kept finding myself trying to, you know, get plays and stuff like that and, you know, action shots. And I got to know some of the guys on the field. And it was a little bit of a disappointment to me to see how they really only were concerned about getting like smiling shots and celebration shots and stuff like that. And I finally called one of them out and I said, what about the action shots? And he's like, oh, don't, 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 don't. they don't pay any money. And... <laughs> I know that he was sort of joking, but I found it really interesting on on you know where they they place themselves and and you know it was completely in, counterintuitive to the things that mm-hmm. I was doing. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. no, it's interesting. I, I try to tell the whole story. Um, definitely, you want to get the good action shots through the game, and then obviously at the end of the game, you definitely get the um, emotion of it. You know, the dejection or the elation. Um, in fact, I don't know if you looked at my Instagram or Facebook today. I just posted, I just got the cover of the USA Sports Weekly with Albert Pujols. Yeah. You know, he's a big story. I got his last home run, which I thought was pretty cool for me. Wow. But I think they just ran the cover of it, uh, a photo on the cover saying something about ugly something because, you know, the way it was, he was let go is kind of an ugly situation. Yeah. Um, and I got, I, I had a couple of good photos kind of showing the emotion of him walking off the field. So it was pretty cool how that, that, that actually came about. But, um, yeah, no, I try to tell the whole story because you never know what the story is from what publication you're, you know, it's going to use your your stuff. You know, if they're writing a happy article, they might want emotion or whatnot. If they're running an article on action or they're something about gameplay, then they're going to need the good action shot. So it just depends. I try to cover the whole gamut, um, unless I'm particularly told um, 
by the person I'm shooting for a particular assignment on, on what they're looking for. You know, you know, if I'm got an assignment, they just need like the shoes of a particular player, then I'm just focused on the guy's shoes all game. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something. It's just I'm just making up an example, but you never yeah. know what story angles are, are you're being hired to, to um, photograph. So. So a couple questions for you. If so, the, the 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 obvious one, which I'm sure you get asked a lot. I enjoy sports. I want to start shooting sports more often. Um, where do I start? Where where? Give me some tips on 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 how I can start. You know, getting into professional sports. Yeah, there's a couple things, and I do get that question a lot. Um, I've always said. You know, when I started, I, I like I said, I started with the the Ranger games, but I'd also go to local parks and just get a portfolio of something. I'd go to rec centers and just get guys playing. I'd ask them, hey, is it cool if I photograph you? I'm just practicing. They're like, hey, cool. And I'd send them some photos or whatever. I mean, just regular Joes, you know, no, nothing, no one famous. Um, but then I'd say, you know, try to hook up with a local magazine or a newspaper, mm-hmm. you know, just to see if they're looking for coverage of a particular, say you have access to a high school or ha- access to a local, you know, small college or a big college you know, you can check in with them, see if they're looking for extra shooters to help supply content, especially in today's world where social media is huge. Mm. Everyone wants to drive content through social. The more content they have, the better. Right. Um, so therefore, you can kind of, you mean, you might not get paid much at first or whatever, or if anything, just to kind of prove yourself. Uh, but that's definitely one way to start. I've seen some guys just do it strictly on Instagram. They literally built up a following on Instagram wow. by doing some really cool stuff, posting all the time um, of I think one I saw was just all high school or something. It wasn't even, but his stuff was really cool. And so um, people noticed that, you know, and then he tagged, he tagged certain outlets, you know, and so, so they would see the tag and they'd go, Hey, this guy's pretty cool. Let's use him. And, and so now he's actually shooting, you know, assignments for different um, entities. So uh, that's my biggest advice, but just, you just got to get a variety in your portfolio, not just one sport, try to get, it doesn't have to be pro sports. That's what I tell people. It's like action is action. Emotion is mm. emotion. Some of the best emotion and actions from high school those kids get into it, man. And they, yeah. they, they'll show you dejection when they lose and they'll show you celebration when they win. I mean, some mm-hmm. of the pro games are tough because these guys, they do it every day in, day out. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. we won. Let's move on. Let's keep going. You know, unless right. it's a playoff game or something big, right. but the, the, the higher, lower levels, you know, junior high, high school, those kids really get at it. So, yeah, no, and I've enjoyed uh, getting, you know, my, my little guy plays, has been playing football for a few years now and, you know, I've gotten very active in, you know, a lot of their sports teams and stuff like that. And one of the, one of the guys on the, that's part of the football association as I, kids go to a big school district, just like Texas, you know, big school, big football program. And, um, you know, he shoots a lot of the games and, and I've gone to him to shoot a couple of the games just for fun, because again, I enjoy the sports and I'd, I'd much rather be on the field with him shooting the game than than you know actually sitting in the on those stupid metal benches <laughs> that, that kill my back, uh, so that that's always fun. And you know, um, uh, another photographer had recommended like um, I forget what it was, the, su- submitting my photos to some website, Sports Max or T Max or something like that. I can't remember it now. And you know, putting your stuff up there, and then that goes to the local newspapers. Um, uh-huh. That was that was one of his suggestions, and he said, you know, un, you know, unfortunately, getting on that, and and I thought it would be easy, and I know we talked about getting COVID um, a couple weeks ago, but th- I'm pretty sure that's how I contracted COVID shooting high school 
uh, basketball tournament in wow. mid-January for my high school. <laughs> and wow. uh, I uploaded some of those pictures and I didn't get into the website. So I've got uh, some work to do. And, and you have COVID. <laughs> and then it, my, my prize was getting COVID. <laughs> so I guess I've still got some work to do to uh, get my sports career, career going. Um, let me ask you though, and I think one of the things that I've noticed about your style is that your wedding and portrait work influences the work that you do sports-wise so much. And I'm wondering if you could, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot, so there may not be anything to it, but I feel like there's definitely a big part of it that carries over to your, to your, to your sports work. And if you could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm very, I've always loved bright colors. And I think, you know, my portraits and wedding work, I'd always kind of showcase colors, saturation, things like that. Um, and then definitely when I'm doing sports portraits, I definitely do that. And then when I'm looking for action, I'm kind of looking for nice lighting. You know, mm-hmm. we still want nice lighting despite um, where you're positioned. And if I, if I have a, the ability to move around like in a football game, I'll try to shoot where the light's behind or in front of me, you know, backlit, where the where where the sun's behind mm-hmm. the subject, just like I would in a portrait, just because it'll highlight the back, it'll rim light their, their helmets if it's football, you know, and it'll highlight the their arms and whatnot, and just kind of gives it a really cool look. So yeah, it definitely, definitely influences the way I look at it. And I'm, I'm a big believer in lighting. So I'm always, I almost look at that first before background sometimes, you know, so lighting and background. Okay. If I can combine those two and get a good fit, then that's kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah. And, and it's funny that you mentioned the colors, because that's the whole thing that always stands out to me is the, is such a huge pop of color that you always have going on. And, um, I've really, I've really studied it quite a bit to say, you know, and I look at those images and I'm like, gosh, for sports pictures, there's, there's just so much to this. And yeah, the backgrounds is, is always, is always amazing. And, um, you know, it, it seems like you really study on, you know, where I need to be. And well, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a good example image. there. Um, uh, those backgrounds, like for example, I was, when I was doing the Olympics in Rio, I was stationed, um, at the beach volleyball venue mm-hmm. and and the thing about that is like you want to you want to have backgrounds that also tell the story right and and if i just took a photo of you know the team spiking or whatever or diving for the ball and you don't see the olympic logo in the background mm. then that photo you can't tell the story where you're at that photo could have been taken in la somewhere on the beach you know right. no one would know Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm always kind of looking for stuff in the background that kind of tells the story of where I'm at. You know, if it's a national championship game, I wanted to make sure it says national championship in the back or the year or something. Um, if it's a game winning shot, I want to get the clock in the, in the, in the scene where you can see what time it was. There's one second left when they hit the shot, you know, things like that. Um, Super Bowl, same thing. You want to get the, you know, stuff that has signage in the back where you know where you're at, where it tells the story where you're at. Um, and not just focus on the action isolated because then you can be anywhere. And so, little things like that you kind of learn to to look for uh and then like i said when you combine that with the lighting and, and find hopefully you can get a, a nice angle with nice lighting sometimes it doesn't work that way but you know sometimes it does right well so okay let's talk the fun stuff okay. i know that they give you guys food sometimes at the stadiums food yeah. Yeah. favorite well, favorite food. stadium food Favorite stadium? Two questions. Okay, I, I got to preface this by saying pre-COVID because with during COVID, there's no food. It's like uh, chips and yeah, okay. stuff. So you don't get any. So actually, full meals. Uh, oh, Cowboys Stadium, AT&T Stadium by far for food. Jerry's <laughs> World. Jerry takes care of everybody. And um, it's a flat-out 
great meal. Chef, chef cooked everything. It's beautiful. <laughs> and the mac and cheese there. Anyone will tell you the mac and cheese there is <laughs> special mac and cheese. I will. I'll accept any assignment there. Trust me. I don't care what it is. And yeah. just for the food. That's one of those places. That's probably one of the best. That's a bucket list uh, football game for me to go see a game there. I know, I know Notre Dame will play there at some point. Um, they play. I covered them this year. They covered. They played the semifinal. Lost. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I've covered them two semifinals. I think they've lost both times. I think that was this year. Oh, they never. They haven't won a bowl game in so long. It's... I think it was it Clemson. Clemson beat them one year. Yep. And then Al- it was Alabama. Was it Alabama this year? Yep. Alabama. Yeah. Yep. So they did beat twice. You don't want me covering Notre Dame. They'll lose every time. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I know we're not on the same page there. Um, and then my Jets couldn't even get Trevor Lawrence. It couldn't even lose properly. Oh, uh, I know. But trade, trade I'm, away, so. I'm happy for him that uh, the Jets won't ruin another Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's talk uh, nightmare stories for athletes. How about a, give me a juicy story? Ooh, you you have to have one. So wait, oh, I'll tell you yeah. one. I'll tell you one. So my dad, also not a baseball fan, one day he used to have to walk through the dugout at Yankee Stadium and Reggie Jackson spit on his foot by accident. Ooh. And he came he came over, took a took a handkerchief out of his pocket and wiped my dad's foot off. Wow. And then he said, I'm really sorry about that. And he said, oh, by the way, would you mind signing my kid's baseball? <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see, without naming names, oh gosh, it's pretty, I've had some interesting stories. Um, there's one player, I'll, I'll say, who um, I covered him through, no, no, I got hired to photograph him in high school because mm. he was going to win player of the year. And I've never had a high school kid show up late to my photo shoots before for that. And yeah. I think he was like 45 minutes late and just didn't care. Huh. And I'm just like, wow, it's a high school kid doing this. And so um that was kind of shocking to me but then he went on to be pretty big deal uh, but we actually we, we kind of bonded during the shoot i kind of showed him some stuff and and that i was getting from my camera back our camera i got his buy-in and then we were cool after that but then yeah but when that started i was like that was pretty usually high school kids are happy to get you know sure photograph yeah. be a player of the year type player so that was kind of interesting but uh, nothing nothing really that bad for me I, most guys have been pretty good and and um you know, they know, I kind of share, once again, this goes back to the whole portrait days. Hmm. You know, it's like I kind of share what I'm trying to accomplish in our photo shoots, if it's a photo shoot, um, and try to give them an, a buy-in on, on what what the goal is, what the photo's going to look like. And hmm. once I show them a couple examples of what it's going to look like, what we're going for, they kind of, they're like, oh, I get it. I get it. Let's do it. Let's get let's do it this way. Let's do that. Um, and so that, that kind of helps. And that's from my, obviously, you know, portrait background and wedding background of including my couples. Mm-hmm. Um in what I'm thinking, so they kind of know and know what to do. Uh, as for action-wise, no, I haven't really had any any bad issues. I had one golf experience. This is crazy. I was shooting PGA golf. I'll remember this. Okay. And I was in my spot, and the golfer, I don't even remember his name, the golfer was, was about to chip out of the bunker or something, and he, he, he flubbed the shot really bad. And next thing I know, the caddy is coming over to me and griping me, yelling at me, how dare you move? How dare you? And I was like, it wasn't me that moved. Some other photographer was, <laughs> got up, got up and moved right in his backswing and walked off. And I'm still there. And he just started chewing me out. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. And all everyone's <laughs> looking around. So I was like, oh, great. I feel about this big. And I didn't even think. So I literally got up after that and found another hole to go on. I was like, that's crazy. So that was kind of weird. But besides that, I don't think I've had anything really that bad. 
Ah, it's ironic that it's a golfer. That's a yeah, right? Golfer, mostly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So tell me about, and then I think we'll wrap up here. And after we get off this call, I'll tell you about. um, Did you know I shot Vince Young's wedding? No, I did not know that. No, I'll tell you that story. That story has to be offline. He's one of our guys at Panini. We know him really well. So, oh boy, good guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll share that story after this call. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have a sooner though, and he's a Longhorn, so we got that. So I, I, I know. And, well, okay. All right. Yeah, I, we got you. I got you there. Um, so, gear-wise, as everything's moving to mirrorless and and DSL, with DSLRs and stuff like that, I'm curious what your you know what your game plan is and and what you're doing now, and, um, and what's I'm changing. Actually, oh, sure. Yeah, I've got the One DX Mark III, which is the the greatest. Canon camera, I think, still on the market. Um, that came out not that long, about a year ago, I guess. Um, I have been slowly playing with it. The mirror, you know, they've got the mirrorless on it too, so you can kind of do both. Um, I think the new one, the R, the R3, I believe, is coming out. I might kind of dabble in that. Some buddies of mine have used the R6 and have liked it. There's some things they don't like about it. Hmm. Um, so I'm kind of waiting to play with it. I, I don't like the idea of switching any of my gear, like lenses and whatnot, but there's the adapter for it. So I'll, I still have to play around with it. I, I'm very happy with the Mark III. Gotcha. I think it's the best camera I've ever used. Mm. Uh, um, literally, it's like it's, everything's in focus. And, you know, sometimes before with Canon, I'd be like, well, what is going on here? You know, <laughs> Dude, I'm just being honest. I'm totally honest about it. Yeah. Um, before, you'd be like, why is that out of focus? And this is in focus. And it's the same, you know, same series. But this camera has been great for me and I've had no issues whatsoever. And it's, I shot it for the first time for the world, the world series and then the CFP championship. And it was, it was wonderful. So that's what, so I bought one and that's what I've been using so far. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious to see what comes out with these new, the new models about to come out and I will try it. Do you have guys in the dugout with you with baseball games shooting with, with mirror, mirrorless now or? I think right now they're shooting with the R5s or R6s. Um, okay. Dabbling, and they've told me the good and bad things about them. So I've heard both. Um, Either way, and then Sony. I think some, some guys shoot with Sony. Um, I, the, the the benefit I see, I definitely I love the, the silent aspect of it, uh, especially shooting press conferences or golf or things like that where you right. don't want to make any sound. Um, that's really cool. But you know everything else, like I said, I'm I'm plenty fine with the Mark III right now. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. Cool. Last I'm not question. To put it that way. Last question. The sport that you hate to shoot the most. What did I hate to shoot them? <laughs> Oh well, you, I mean, you do stay with just a few sports, but there's got to be one that you just like, ugh. Oh, uh, gosh, I have to think about this one. Uh, it's probably <laughs> going to be some sort of Olympic sport that I'd never done before. Ah, did that it makes once sense. Or twice. Um, yeah, for the major sports, um, if you're talking out of the major sports, the one I shoot want to shoot the least, uh, I actually, I love shooting baseball, but then I don't like shooting baseball. And the only reason being is sometimes it drags on and on and on. Yeah. And with baseball, you might have, it's one of those weird sports where you want to get both teams in a photo, right? You mm-hmm. want the – and in baseball, it's almost an isolated sport. It's mm-hmm. almost like golf. It's like, oh, there's a batter, there's a pitcher, there's a fielder. You don't get – it's hard to get both teams in a photo. And then also, what if you have a pitcher's duel of 0-0, 1-0? It's right. tough to kind of get um, all that. So, so to me, baseball – and then you might have a, two hours of doing nothing. There's no good photos, and all of a sudden, something big happens. And so you have to be totally on your toes the whole time – you know, so, so probably baseball would be, I wouldn't say most, probably most difficult for me because, you know, I like to kind of go all over the right? place. Yeah. 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 And as my, my little guy said at the Cardinal game, he's like, dad, and he's 11. He's like, dad, yeah. did they make the game longer? 
<laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, those extra inning games are killer. At least yeah. I've got the, the new rule this year or whatever. So, yeah. So anyway, well, that's that's it's awesome, and it's great. It's great to catch up with you. Um, sure, one of these days, I'm going to get the call, and I'm going to come out and shoot a game with you. It's going to happen. I know it someday. I'm on the plane. You just tell me when. It doesn't matter, especially if it's football. Um, but uh, it would be a bucket list thing for me to to even come watch you work. And well, and here's the deal. If the, if the Irish ever get it to the national championship, you're there with me. How's that? Oh, all right. We ain't doing now. Have that recorded. <laughs> we have that recorded. That that would be amazing. So anyway, Kevin, it's great to catch up with you. And um, you know, I I don't know if you're going to be going to Vegas this year. I hope to see you at WPPI. Um, but if I do, we'll definitely, uh, me, you and George can sit down at the bar and grab some drinks together. For sure. So anyway, we'll wrap up here. Um, Kevin, thank you for being on this week's episode of something new every week. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Thanks again for tuning into something new every week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I love it. If you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this again, we want to thank our sponsor Miller's lab millerslab.com great company if you're not familiar with them you should go check them out thanks again for tuning into something new every week we will see you back here next week